Hello, my name is Lydia Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. The volatility and price spikes of raw commodities has affected many regions in recent years, sub-Saharan Africa among them. This is because the price of a commodity, whether oil or cocoa, can make or break the health of a country in this region, while other African nations depend heavily on imports of critical commodities, including food, to feed their population. What then can countries do to protect themselves from price shocks? John Shield of the IMF's African Department has been looking into this question. But first, he began by explaining the importance of commodities for countries in sub-Saharan Africa. A lot of countries in sub-Saharan Africa actually depend on commodities for their export revenue and production. For some, this is natural resources like oil or metals, and for others, it's agricultural products like uh, cotton or, or food. But all countries actually have to import commodities of one sort or another. For many, the most important is fuel, and the second is food, but there are also uh, other commodities which tend to be important for particular countries in particular areas. So in the past, commodity price volatility has affected Africa a lot. Which sub-Saharan African countries are particularly vulnerable to this volatility and why? The ones that are most vulnerable are those that rely on commodities for their export earnings. Um, we find actually about half of the countries um, export a large proportion of natural resources. And about half of those actually rely very much on commodity revenues to uh, improve their own fiscal uh, prospects. So these are particularly vulnerable to changes in commodity prices. But on the other hand, of course, countries which uh, import commodities can also be heavily affected. And we've seen over the last few years how vulnerable some countries are to changes in oil prices and sometimes to change in changes in particularly important food prices. Can you just name a few countries that are very vulnerable? Well, we have eight countries in sub-Saharan Africa which rely heavily on oil exports. So countries like Angola and Nigeria and Equatorial Guinea. So um, these have a big proportion of their, both their export revenues and their government revenues from oil. And that means that they have to protect themselves against possible changes in oil prices. So we've seen these countries in recent years trying to make sure that in good times they can build up some financial uh, reserves in case oil prices uh, decline. And when those prices do fall, they can then use some of those reserves to make sure that their spending isn't cut too quickly. What about importers? Are they all equally vulnerable? It depends on several factors. Partly it's the distribution of their exports. If they're heavily dependent on one product rather than a spectrum of product, then obviously that makes them particularly vulnerable. It also depends on the composition of their overall production output. If they're a diversified economy and they produce several other things themselves, even if they don't necessarily export them, then again, they can protect themselves a little bit better against these uh, variations in their export prices. Commodity prices have actually been very volatile this year, but not as much as in 2008, but, you know, still very strong. So can we expect more of that in 2013 or are things going to calm down a little bit? Well, if we look at what the market is saying, what, what we see in futures prices, then it looks as if the outlook is going to be relatively calm. 
But of course, shocks can always happen. The whole point about this is that they are essentially unpredictable. But if you look at the futures prices themselves, it does seem as if uh, energy prices, particularly oil prices, if anything, are on a slight downward trend uh, at the moment. And as far as food prices are concerned, we saw some big spikes in food prices during 2012. These are beginning to work their way out of the system. They were heavily dependent on particularly climatic conditions, particularly in the USA in the middle of 2012. And if 2013 has more normal weather patterns, then certainly food prices uh, should return to the sort of average levels over the last few years. So what are sub-Saharan countries doing right now to protect themselves from the fluctuation of commodity prices in international markets? Well, it's important to distinguish between oil exporting and oil importing countries. For the oil exporters, the crucial thing is to make sure that they keep their spending relatively low in good times so that they have money available when prices um, are reduced. And they can do that by improving their, their fiscal, their budgetary management um, over a period of, of years. Um, but for oil importing countries, they're going to suffer if prices change, if oil prices rise. And the question is how they absorb that suffering. Some countries have tried in the past to protect consumers um, from rises in prices. And that's meant that they've subsidized prices at the pumps. Now, that can turn out to be very expensive for the budget. And it also actually tends to benefit richer people rather than poorer people. So more and more now are turning to more targeted ways of protecting consumers. So they might find areas where they buy particular products or they may protect their income in some way uh, when oil prices rise. And that seems to be a more efficient way um, of using the mechanisms that, that are available. In a longer term, countries which are vulnerable to changes in the prices of the commodities they export obviously focus nowadays on trying to diversify their, their products. And um, a large number have been quite successful in recent years. You see some structural transformation going on. When you mean structural transformation, really what you mean is that some sectors are growing better than others, and services are growing more than agriculture, for example. Largely what we mean is a movement out of agriculture, which has obviously been the traditional way that people have earned their income and produced enough for themselves to eat. So we're looking for ways in which they move out of that into other sectors, basically sectors with higher productivity, higher value added. Traditionally, this has tended to be in the early stages in manufacturing, things like clothing manufacturers and so on. But more and more, we see countries moving straight to services. And this could be telecommunications or business services or, or, or simply helping in their own retail and distribution networks. This was John Shield of the IMF's African Department speaking on commodity dependence in Africa. And to hear more podcasts, log on to www.imf.org slash podcast.